And it was actually good to you know meet you in person. But you know, in fight week, it's kind of it's kind of a sh- uh, shitty situation because you know you're in this mode and you can't really talk. You know, what I mean, to the fighter. So it's like uh, yeah. it's good to meet, but then it's at the same time we didn't really get a chance to chat or anything like that. But uh, I understand what it is, man. You're in this in this part of your career where it's like, man, you cannot. You have to stay focused, man, the whole time. Is that is that kind of like the mind state for you during the during the fight week? You cannot you cannot get deterred from that. Yeah, well, it's just I guess focusing on everything that I can control, um, and just yeah, I've always kind of been like a serious um, when it's business time. Like I, I I'm just in that headspace, but um, I, I'm getting used to the I guess the process of all of fight week, you know, traveling and all that. Um, and I'm starting to find out what works best for me. So, yeah, uh, it was good to, you know, meet you finally in person and, and you met the whole team as well for the kickboxing. Yeah. So, no, it's, it's um, yeah, everything is like working like it should be. And, yeah, I feel good for this next one. But then on the flip side, man, like a couple of weeks after, you got to go to UFC 243 and kind of enjoy yeah. – the festivities and you ran into the champ you know what i mean henry suhudo mm-hmm. you guys had a face-off what did you see in his eyes man <laughs> me, nah, me, me and suhudo we got a good relationship you know like he he's been one of my um i guess um mentors that um i've looked up to you know what he's done in the division and in, in the sport um it's pretty amazing um so i got to see diff- I, I know him as a different person than to what he portrays you know that that um that act he's putting on you know i know i'm just as a normal guy we i got to like pick his brain and and um yeah he's you know we're good friends and and it's just all business you know like if we do end up fighting one day um that would be amazing and and we'll be still be friends after but um he pretty much said to me you know come come after me you know don't all this bullshit about like being friendly and all that like he was just saying like how it is and is that they're gonna love you or hate you regardless? So you just gotta be, be true and 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 do what's best for your career. So that's why he's kind of changed the way he acts, which was it was interesting to see that side of someone, and then you just switch like that when you're talking to a fan or whatever, put on this act like you know, <laughs> and get pull out the gold chain and stuff. But yeah, he um, when I was speaking to him, he was he didn't look like he um, was gonna come back to fly. He was pretty much saying you know. Every time he cuts down the flyweight, it's taking years off his life. So um, he was like, you know, I might, might uh, the rest of my career, I might be just at Bantam. I want to get these big fights. So I was like, yeah, well, fear, fear, like all the best for you. Do do what's best for you. And then he was like, you know, I'd love to come down and sit of kickboxing and train for you guys. And I was like, you know, you better stay at Bantam weight if you're doing that because you can't come, <laughs> you can't uh, be on the table if you're on the menu, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with um, if he does end up coming down. Um, but yeah, we got we, like, like we did that. He, he was just being funny, you know, doing that little square yeah. off thing at at the, at the fights, and that was awesome being there in Melbourne for UFC two four three as a guest fighter, getting these opportunities outside of fighting, which is uh, it's it's satisfying knowing that you're getting rewarded for your performances. And, and, and I got um, they said I spoke well and. and I like doing that kind of stuff, but with the fans, um, you know, meeting everyone, and especially in my region of the world, in Australia and New Zealand, um, I just want to capitalize on that. And it was awesome to be there for Izzy winning his title, um, Dan winning his fight, and Brad winning the fight of the night. So it, it couldn't have gone any better. 
And uh, yeah, it was also the Bruins side next to the champ, next to Henry Cejudo, next to Paul Acosta. Uh, so I was right in the mix when you know they were going back and forth, and is just pulling the fingers at him, um, at Paul Acosta, and uh, Paul trying to jump the fence. Yeah, I try to stay out of it. You know, I'm not. I know I'm a flyweight. I'm not trying to jump in the middle between a middleweight. You know, <laughs> but no, it was cool. it was awesome to be there. Um, being a stadium of sixty thousand people, it was pretty surreal. Like I've never been to an event like that. So uh, I was just trying to soak it all in, and and uh, hopefully I'm a part of the next one. Hey, what about uh? Alex Volkanovsky, I know he's down there with you training for this next event. Um, what yeah. about that white chair that he was sitting in? Remember? By cage side, he was sitting in those white chairs, those small... Oh, the like, little... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that was for the cameraman so they don't get in the way of anyone. But yeah. it just happened to be the perfect size for him. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. When I saw that, I was just like, that almost looked like it was a joke. Like somebody yeah. photoshopped that picture or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When 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 uh, the pictures came out or that video came out, yeah, uh, Suhudo looked really thick, man. Yeah, he's like a big he boy wasn't right thinking now. about. Yeah, he's a big boy and he was very thick. So, height wise, you guys are about the same, but he was just looking really mm. big. So I figured that he might not uh, be coming back down. Uh, now, yeah. your upcoming fight, I think they announced before two forty three, which is at mm. UFC two forty five. You're supposed to face uh, Sergio Pettis, man. When you got that that fight, you're probably pretty excited because he's a big name and he's ranked. But yeah. then all of a sudden, they call you and tell you that he's not with the promotion anymore. Were you like, what were you thinking, man? When they gave you that call, were you like, what? What the hell's going on? Yeah, it's just one of those things. Like, I was, um, where was I? Um. I think I was just about to leave to Melbourne, and then Eugene's like, "Hey, bro, you said you're out. He's not, um, he's not resigning, or he's gone free agent or something." So I was like, "I oh, see. Uh, that's what he wants to do, you know." Like we verbally agreed. That's why it got leaked, and that's why you know it got announced like that. But um, he obviously didn't sign, or he did sign his side, but he wanted to negotiate the price. I think he was on his last fight. Um, but he, you know, if you're coming off one, this uh, one fight, one streak. You, you can't be asking too much, so uh, that's why it went to Bellator. So we got a new opponent, Brandon Moreno. Uh, there's a bit of history. We're on the Ultimate Fighter together, lived together for seven weeks in the house. So I, I got nothing bad to say about you know the guy. He's we've, we've always been pretty cool with each other. Um, I saw that he got released from the UFC and then got re-signed. So good, good for him, you know, getting getting back in here. Um, he's coming up a draw to a tough Russian. Um, so I know he'd be eager to get a get a, a, a win when he's back in the UFC. So yeah, we haven't taken this fight lightly. Pretty much after Melbourne, we were head down working towards um, this opponent. So um, yeah, we've just been sticking to the system that um, obviously, obviously has been working for not just myself, but the whole gym. And um, yeah, just counting down the weeks now. Um, you're feeling ready and feeling sharp. You know, money... And making money is obviously something that a fighter wants to do. But then, you know, chasing that that UFC title, that belt, is uh, very important. If you, as a fighter, you know, if you if your goal is not to chase that belt anymore, do you think it is smarter to go to another promotion if they're going to pay you a lot more? Yeah, it's ultimately, you know, what you're comfortable and and what you're. Um, what you want your career to, you know, end out to be or finish up. 
Um, for me, you know, UFC has always been a pinnacle, so that um, I've always wanted to be in the UFC. And having signed another four fight deal um, with a price that we're happy with, um, that that's that's where we're at um, or where I'm at. Um, but for other fighters, you know, that's it's up to them really. If they've been around and and they want to cash out while they can, you know, that's up, that's up to them. You know, Mighty Mouse is doing his thing in One FC and he's he's loving it there. Um, I know a lot of guys have gone to Rhythm that are from the UFC, so it's really personal preference and we want to end up. So I, I, you know, I've been around the block. I've done all the different promotions around Asia, and you know, the, you, there's no other promotion like the UFC. Um, they really look after you. You know, the the potential to make a lot of money is there. Um, and and being in the circle that I am now at City Kickboxing, um, I feel like we're we're just having the UFC come back to Auckland next year in February. We're just about to like hit this um, massive peak of um, New Zealand mixed martial arts, and I, I'm I'm grateful to be a part of this. And um, we've got a lot of guys that you know could be on this card as well come come next year in 2020. Um, so yeah, it's it's if if that's what you want to do, make money outside the UFC, you know, full power too. But for now, the, uh, I've got eyes set on a world title, UFC world title, um, being on an eight fight win streak, get past Brandon Moreno, number five in the world um i'll be on a nine fight win streak so i feel like there's not many guys doing that in the flyweight division so um it's all right in front of me so you never know 2020 next year i could be fighting for a title so um just take it one fight at a time moreno he's number five you're number six from what i saw last time and uh you yeah. guys are both on the ultimate fighter you know talk about your experience with moreno on the show yeah like it we uh, we got along like we, we were friends on the show. He was on the other team, Team Benavides. Um, I knew Henry was pissed off because he was his teammate, and then he chose <laughs> number one seed. And then Brandon Moreno was number sixteen seed. Like he was the dark horse of the whole of the whole tournament, and then that automatically put him on the other team. So um, I guess there was tension in that in that regards in the house, just because my, my uh, Henry never wanted to come over because he felt kind of weird that. His teammate is now on the other team, and he he couldn't kind of help that. Um, but you know, Brandon at the time Brandon didn't know much English, so he was pretty I guess limited on his communication. But you know, you don't need to speak English to know um, if someone's a good guy or not. You know, it's all about mannerisms, all about the way you hold yourself. So we we always he was always playing pool every time I saw him, pool and table tennis, and just kind of laughing. And and what what I liked about Brandon, he got. Um, he lost his first fight against um, Alexander Pantoja, um, but he never stopped training. You know, he had six weeks in the house. He lost first week, so a lot of the guys were drinking and you know just being kind of idiots. Where he always went to training every day, twice a day, um, and then he got rewarded with getting um, a short notice fight uh, in the UFC, and then he ended up winning by a first round submission. So um, that that showed a lot about his character and and what he can do. You know, he he. He wasn't. He was a number one. He's a 16th seed in the tournament, and then he just bet, you know, a number 15th guy in the UFC. So, um, yeah, I've always, um, you know, saw that and been like, you know, this guy has definitely got the goods to to hold his own in the UFC. And, and he was on a bit of a win streak, headlining a card with Sergio Pettis um, in Mexico, and, and now we're on a big fight card in, in Vegas, potentially one of the biggest cards of the year, um, with all these big names on the card. So. 
Uh, I know me and him were both looking to make a statement for for the flyweights and and for our names and and to progress in our careers. So, um, yeah, I, I'm expecting him to come forward and and bring everything he has, and I'll be doing the same. So, yeah, I'm excited for this one. And uh, you know, he is a big name in the UFC, um, just because he has headlined a card before, um, and he's number five in the world. So, um, yeah, it's it's going to be a great fight. But uh, one thing that separates um, separates us is uh, the team we have around us. So right now I've got Alex Volkanovski in my camp. You know, we're pushing each other um, and we'll be doing that all the way up until fight week. We fly out together. Um, and, you know, Alex is one of the best in the world. You know, durable, tough, uh, like good striker. One of the um, heaviest top game there is, pound for pound. Like, you know, I've, I've wrestled with a lot of guys and Alex is another beast, you know, like when he's on top of you, you feel like and like you feel like a ton is just right on on your chest. So um, if you can hold your own against him, you know, you know, you're doing something right. So, um, yeah, we, we've got a lot of good guys that we can pick from to get the look that we need. Um, having us at Dan Hooker and um, a few other um, submission guys that have the ground game of, of um, Brandon. I know he's got a, like a world class back take. Um, his jits game is is legit, you know. So um, we're not naive and not doing these things that we need to. Um, but come fight night, we'll be ready and and uh, we'll we'll solve that puzzle that we need to and uh, hopefully get a finish. Having a uh, Dan, you know, someone that has that that's that uh, body type and and the submission skills that he has. I'm pretty sure in training, if you could stay out of submissions with him, you could probably stay out of submissions against anyone. Yeah, exactly, bro. These these guys at our gym at City Crossing, they keep you honest, you know. Then that's what keeps you, I guess, humble and grounded. Because any given day, you, you can be be beaten up or lose a fight. So, um, if you're constantly uh, trying to upskill and and trying to um, outdo each other, um, that can only you know bring positives and and that will get you fight ready and get you get you to the next level where you're only fighting the best. So. If, if you've got that kind of mentality when you're when you're training and going in every day um yeah the fights come easy it seems like uh december is going to be a massive month and uh, a massive month and it's going to determine what actually happens in the beginning of 2020 for the flyweight division you got your fight five and six facing off against each other then i yeah. think a week or two weeks a week later you have uh matt schnell and mm. Pantoja facing off in Korea. Um, yeah. I think whoever, do you believe like whoever performs the best in these fights is probably going to face off against Benavidez? Is, do you feel that? Do you feel that that, that, that could be happening soon because Suhudo will probably get stripped of the title? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I can see that happening. With, um, you know, there's, a, there's not many guys in that top five that um, I guess deserve a title shot besides Benavides. I know um, what's his name, Figueroa. He's coming off a good win, and he he's trying to push for a title shot. Um, but yeah, it, match now is on a bit of a run right now. Um, so it, yeah, anyone if it, the UFC how they work, you know, if anyone puts on a good fight and uh, makes a statement, usually that determines who the next um, contender or the next um, title shot will be. So, um, yeah, well, it's an exciting time. I just got to make sure I'm doing all the right things, um, which, you know, they have been doing the last 
eight weeks. This is the back end of the camp now, so it's just about fine-tuning, making sure that everything is firing like it should be. Um, but, yeah, come, come December 14th in Vegas, I got my um, family f- flying out to that, so I'll, I'll have a bit of support there. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking to make a statement. Um, this will be my 32nd pro fight now. So yeah, I'm excited for this. This has always been a bucket list for me, fighting the big stadium and um, in the T-Mobile Arena. Being an Ultimate Fighter is just like a taste, you know. Now this is the full meal, and and um, yeah, I'm just gonna soak it all in and 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 do what we've been doing, and let's just show up and and let the work do the talking. You've had three fights in the UFC, three des- decision victories. You know, a finish is something that you know you're known for. Now in this fight, you get a finish. Do you feel like this will be what leaps you past uh, other other fighters in the top of the division to get that title shot yeah definitely once you make your american debut that's when you become i guess a household name and that's when your stocks go up and, and people start to recognize so i guess it's kind of a blessing in disguise it's been i guess taken to my fourth fight to actually fight in america um but it's for, within good reason so um i'm confident in myself and my skill set and, and in my team that's prepared me so um, yeah, I'm coming in full with all this momentum coming off the back end of UFC 243, being there in Melbourne, seeing all um, the boys do so well. Um, it's an inspiring place to be, you know, at City Kickboxing, seeing so much talent come through those doors and um, show up when you when you have fights. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm in a good, good place right now where, um, yeah, everything's kind of just set now and and we were just counting down the weeks, so we, we could fight this week if we had to, but um, I, get, I guess we get to fine-tune for the next two weeks. And, um, yeah, no, everything's, everything's going really well. February 23rd, the UFC mm. is going back to, you know, Auckland, like you mentioned earlier. Um, yeah. Dan is ready. They say he will either main event or co-main event. And I'm looking at you and thinking, like, man, this could be – a perfect storm for yourself to get a yeah. win, a big win against Moreno. Hudo gets us. Uh, so Hudo gets stripped. That could be a main event for yourself, man. How huge would that be for you to be fighting for the title in New Zealand, in Auckland, man? That's just that's that would be insane. That's like a fairy tale, you know. Like yeah. it's so. Um, I can't really. I can visualize it, obviously, but I, it's hard to believe that that could actually happen. Um, so that that's why I'm not really thinking about it too much. I'm just going to think about fight, um, one fight at a time. But, yeah, definitely. Like I know Dan is hunting for a main event slot. You know, he's got a few options. And, like, you know, Kevin Lee or Paul Felder or um, anyone in that top five, if they do want to take a fight, but I, I know they're quite picky like that. But, um I was even thinking, you know, Robert Whitaker and um, Calvin could even be on the card as well. You know, redo that, rebook that fight. That never happened. That that could definitely be a matchup. Um, that would be amazing to be have on a fight night. Um, but yeah, to have to, if if you know, well, when I get past Brendan, and then if they do give me a title shot, um, and, and to be in my hometown, that would be, yeah, that would be something that you'd only see in um, fairy tales and. And that, that's always been a dream, just to fight on a um, Auckland UFC card. I, I've been, they've been there twice, and I've always missed out both times. So I, I made a promise to myself last time that I was here, and um, when Mark Hunt fought Doug Lewis, um, I, I said to myself, you know, next time they come, I, I have to be on this card. 
I remember I was campaigning to be on the, the Auckland card back in 2016. I fought three times in seven weeks just to give me, me a chance to get on that card. So I just fell short just a little bit. We got attention, but it was a little bit too late. Um, so now, you know, get past this fight in Vegas, December, and then it's about 10 weeks um, turnaround until February 23rd. So enough time to, um, to get back to training and, and to nurse injuries and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, it would, if they even if they didn't give me a title shot, Oh, sorry. Even if, um, yeah, it wasn't for a title, I, I would still love to be on that card. Um, you know, I'd be down to fight whoever. Um, just as long as I'm, I'm putting it on for my hometown. Yeah, with you, every time you've taken a fight, gotten a fight immediately after, you know, a fight set immediately after, you know, you've come in better each time. It seems like it's working for you. And it's probably going to work out this time just like that. And just like anybody else, you know, like especially your teammate, Israel, he has visualized what he would be doing in the UFC and he has accomplished everything. And, you know, that will that rubs off on everybody else in the camp. And and, you know, yourself, too, man, you got to of course, you're thinking about the next opponent, but you always see yourself becoming the champion and i know we've been talking for a long time now that you've mm-hmm. always been thought thinking like okay i'm gonna be the champion no matter what and and these are the steps that you need to take right yeah definitely like exactly what you've been saying it all rubs off um these like i'm quite big on um using my past experiences and 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 then visualizing and how do i get to that next next step or my next goal how do i reach that um so yeah definitely be, being able to go into details on how to get to that next step. Um, seeing teammates being able to do that um, definitely makes it that unfamiliar territory more um, attainable. So that that's, yeah, that's what I've been thinking about. Just stuff that I could c- control and what m- would make me, I guess, a better martial artist. So I, that's why I've covered kind of every aspect of this, of this game where I don't leave it to chance or try not to, you know, I try to tick all those boxes and I'm one of those guys that, you know, first in the gym, last to leave. And uh, you can see that in my performances. I'm trying to, you know, improve on it, all my aspects of the game, and just use all that experience that I've had um, fighting in Asia, and use that to my advantage, and, and not be overwhelmed with these occasions. You know, fighting in Vegas, you could definitely be, um, I guess, starstruck and and uh, caught up in the occasion. But if you've if you've uh, put in the work in the gym, you know, and and you believe in your skill set. Um, it shouldn't be a factor and, and having, you know, the guidance of Eugene in my corner, you know, he, he's got a wealth of knowledge that he brings and um, that definitely helps come fight night, having that kind of person in your corner that, you know, nothing will phase him and he's been in these bigger fights before, so um, that, that gives me full confidence. Yeah. December 14th, UFC 245, Las Vegas, Nevada. It's a... Uh... Good catching up with you, Kai, and uh, good luck on the fight, man, and uh, the rest of the year. And uh, hopefully, you know, you get to enjoy the the holidays a little bit, enjoy Christmas afterwards. But right afterwards, (laughs) got to get back into it, right? uh, It's always nice going into Christmas just having fought. So we'll we'll give it a few weeks, and then we'll be back to it (laughs) for uh, Auckland. But, yeah, it's always good talking to you, bro, and hopefully um, catch up soon in person. Maybe come out to Auckland if, if you're free for the next year. 